Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. It's that little chico pit boom, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at negative to positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken and you know, that's fire. Now, Bobo, you know that you can get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on negative to positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just two bucks on the one, two, three dollar menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special video of the Sucker Punches, Ghost of Tsushima, non-spoiler review. My name is Dennis Zen. I'm here with... What's up, guys? It's your boy, Dorian. And like I said, this is a non-spoiler review. We're going to have a spoiler review later. I, I, you know, we just did a spoiler review of uh, The Last of Us Part 2 that clocked in like almost an hour. We went into detail about all the things that we liked about it and the things we didn't like about it, but we got to go into the story. And we're going to do that with... Ghost of Tsushima, but this is the embargo's lifting. So here's our review of this game. This game, you know, takes place in uh, 13th century Japan on this island, Tsushima Island, in late 13th century, like I said. And it's uh, there's a Mongol invasion, and your the main character that you play is Jin Sakai, is a samurai warrior, and your uncle's been captured. There's all all stuff that happens there at the very beginning, not spoiler at all, and you got to go basically fight back this uh, Mongol invasion and, and, and save your uncle. And there's all these other things. Basically, if you if you know anything about this game or seen any trailers or read about it, it if you look at it, it's, it's like Assassin's Creed, right? It's like if you have... Uh, the way Assassin's Creed is going is where they're kind of jumping now into less focused on the actual Assassin's part and going into like Assassin's Creed Odyssey where it's like ancient Greece and they're coming out with Valhalla, which is Vikings. Mm-hmm. This is like uh, imagine Assassin's Creed, Creed, but ancient Japan with samurais. That's the gist of it. Obviously, Sucker Punch adds their own flavor to it and their own you know different styles. But in general, that's what it is. Dorian, uh, what were your thoughts? Uh, uh, your overall thoughts about this game? So I got a big statement already right off the top. I'm okay. I'm about like at the end in the the final act, the third act. So I, I'm not sure how much I have left, but I know I'm coming to the end. I want to say this right now is probably 
my game of the year thus far. <laughs> so far, we, we're in July. We're in the like back half of the year. I got to say, I'm, right now, this is looking like this might be my game of the year thus far. I have loved every second I've got to play of it since we started. I've just been – usually when we when we have these games, we like to, to, to like take it in moderation and, and take our time with these games. But as soon as I started playing, I literally could not find myself – find the time to put the controller down. I was like, uh you know, it's 2 a.m. I don't even mind. I'm 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 gonna keep playing because I love this game so much. It it surpassed my expectations. And going into it, I was already like kind of hyped for it. I was like, all right, Sucker Punch. Uh, they they made some of my favorite games with the Infamous franchise, and I hope they make another one soon. But I had a lot of high hopes coming into this, and so when I first, when I sat sat down and started playing like playing it the first hour, I was just like, bro. I'm already in love with this game. How how have they already got me into this? And it, it was just so amazing. It blew my expectations away. And one of the things that I think really elevated it for me specifically was, uh, we'll talk about it more in detail, but when you could play with the Japanese voices and you're reading the subtitles, I feel like that really immersed me in the world. And it made me pay attention more to the dialogue and the story because I'm reading the subtext, so I'm uh, basically absorbing the information a lot better. So it just, it made me, it made it feel more immersive that way. It just made it all around just an overall better experience and elevated the game to another level i didn't think it could reach so overall 10 10 for 10 for right now I, I'm, I'm loving it thus far so i have to admit when i first started playing this game i even i think i even messaged you i was like yeah i don't know like i was like I, I, it's all right so far but i'm not sure yet but now i'm much closer to where you're at i, yeah. I wouldn't say it's my game of the year um but it's definitely one of my favorite games of the year now, but it took me a little longer than you. You you said right from the bat you went. For me, it was a little slow starting. Uh, the world felt a little empty. I love games like this where you kind of get to traverse the world, go to different locations, mm-hmm. meet different characters. And in the beginning of the game, it's very, you don't know much about your own character. You have a very simple plot. Um, and when you kind of go around in the first few hours, there's not that much to do. But later, as the game progresses on, you meet a lot more characters, a lot more side quests and storylines. And that's when it started to hook me. And then, you know, on top of that, I think my favorite thing about it uh, is actually the combat. Because, like, a game like this, if you play it for, you know, how many hours? I think they said about 30 hours for the main quest. But if you want to do, like, all the side quests including, it's probably, like, 50 hours or 60 hours. The combat is a big part of it. And if you don't like the combat and it's not fun for you, you're not going to get through it because there's right. so much of it. And that's the thing that really also helps sell sell me on this game besides meeting all the other characters and the side quests and the storylines. I will say the main storyline is pretty straightforward. With There's some twists and turns, I would say, but it, it's not like out of the ordinary. I mean, this is definitely... Um, an ode to uh, classic samurai cinema, the Kurosawa mm-hmm. films, obviously uh, Seven Samurai. They even have, you know, you mentioned before, like the different ways that you can play this game in terms of visuals and audio, where you can like, you can do it with English uh, voices, or you can do it Japanese voices with uh, English subtitles, or you can do it Japanese voices, English subtitles, and black and white ca- called the Kurosawa mode. So uh, yeah, I like I- that option. 
Yeah, and and you brought it. You brought an interesting point up with the Kurosawa mode. I think you you can play that in spurts. I wouldn't. I couldn't see somebody playing it the whole time just because there are certain missions and there are certain things that uh, require you to have color. Like there's like purple violets. There's like they send you to do actual things that require the color. So if it's all in black and white, then you might have a little bit of difficult with that. But overall, I thought having those three options were amazing. And if you if you do have like if you're trying to decide which one you want to do, I definitely recommend doing it with the Japanese voices and English subtitles unless like you have a, a disability or something where you can't really absorb the text as fast or you just can't read and you you absorb better listening then I would say do the Japanese subtitles I, I did a little bit of the English and I would say like even the English voice actors they gave it their all and it still sounded like they were emoting just as well as the Japanese voices so if you do have to go that way do it but if you like if you're trying to get the ultimate experience definitely do the Japanese voice with the English subtitles but man you speaking of the gameplay it I think uh, one one of the reasons why, like you said, it just it attracted me to this game in general is because we've done different games like where there's a main quest, there's a side quest where you can go on all these different missions, and sometimes it can get really like repetitive. I, I don't want to call out any games, but it just it can get repetitive by like third or fourth time you're doing a different side quest and the same combat and all that. But with this one, I just felt like anytime I have to go fight something, they always threw in different bonuses or different ways that you have to kill the assassins to where it never really felt repetitive. It just like it, it made you think outside of the box in terms of how you're going to cre- kill this person or how you're going to distract them or, or all of that so they always do something kind of different to to make it uh, uh seem like its own thing when you were trying to fight different areas which i appreciated which made it never feel stagnant in my opinion and the the skill tree itself like when you're i think there's something like that drive that was driving me even more just because you had the ability to enhance your skills and your armor i think that was something that was just kept driving because it just it elevated the game at more and more as we kept playing so i loved every aspect of that yeah yeah i think that's the thing is like you have your 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 basic combat techniques and you know i won't spoil go into any spoilers but you you gradually you know like a lot of the games like this like assassin's creed that we mentioned you have the skill tree and you boost up your techniques but each technique does something different that helps you fight different people and so i think they have the, the stances. There's different stances that you can you can gain, and and with those different stances come different benefits and a lot of different uh, things you can upgrade as well, which also hook you. Speaking of upgrades, the customization of mm. your character is like chef kiss, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's it's, it's, um, it's it's beautiful, especially when you can upgrade certain armors. Like you, I I felt a certain pride for my boy Jin. Like when, I, when there, I don't want to spoil anything, but you get some armors and you can you can upgrade those armors and you you see him battling and they do these like cinematic ass moments where it cuts to your character and it's just looking like off in the sun. You got your badass armor. You're like, bro, I'm an actual samurai. Look at my dude. Like he looks so cool. Like it it I I I don't know. I just love that that aspect of it because all it, it never felt like. I, I felt genuinely customizable to me. And speaking of the customization, I actually, I got a mask. Like, look, you can put on a mask. If you want to cosplay as one of the characters, <laughs> just, wear, just wear your mask, man. Just wear your mask. Wear your mask in public and, and you'll be able to uh, to cosplay. But but yeah, I, I love the customization features of it. It, it. it was beautiful. Yeah, that's the thing is like, look, uh, people maybe have seen uh, my Red Dead Redemption spoilers review on this channel before I, I or listening to the podcast. Red Dead Dead Redemption Two is like one of my favorite games of all time. One of the things that I didn't really get that much into was the customization. Like I barely upgraded any weapons. I barely customized my my uh, Arthur Morgan, which is the main character you play. 
because you know it's a western there's mm-hmm. only so much you can do you can change it to add you can change it to close samurai armor is a whole different thing man you can the way the different colors the different palettes the different designs that you can get also the different styles i mean like you can get different like ronin attire which mm-hmm. is like you know, if you you think of different samurai movies and and like Ronin type characters, where they're they're not in full samurai garb, you know, they're more of the lone wanderer vibe. You have that in there, so you have all these different things that you can change around and be like, oh, if I'm tired of this, or if you want, and also the armors have different benefits too. To them. yeah, so like it's not just cosmetic. Yeah, and then, uh, another thing. Speaking of, I just wanted to piggyback on what you said earlier about the the characters, real quick. It's just I, like in this game in general, I never found any of the characters we met like boring or unnecessary or anything. I loved every character that was introduced in Gen, even small or big. And that's the thing about this the story in general. Like, there's yes, there's of course the the main the main story, the Gen story that is the the main narrative story. But the side quests that you do. Although they don't have like as big of a factor on the story itself, they still give like the much needed context and and help you build the world. And when you're introduced to those characters and you have to like repeatedly go on these side missions that that bring you two together and like build that chemistry more and more, you start to really enjoy these these side characters more than they become like your allies and they become essential to the plot. So all in all, I think they did a good job of weaving the the side quests, although they're not as crucial to the main storyline. So it all feels like one collective game it's just it's so good man i and and i don't want to spoil anything but i I really enjoyed yuna's character because i think you we spoke off camera a little bit about jen at the beginning that we were just like he he's more we don't really know much about his character he's he he, we like he's more he works better bouncing off of people until like we start to really dive into the game and get his backstory they they kind of like give you his backstory later on but when we get introduced to yuna and all these other characters i was i fell in love with those characters because although we weren't getting like a main story from yuna like you could see her character development as the course grows and everything like that so i i was just loving all the the characters we got introduced to so so good i keep bragging about this game i don't know man I'm, i just have a big ass smile on my face it's i want to get back after we finish this review i'm about to go back and play some more yeah definitely it has addictive qualities to it like i said i like traversing different areas uh finding different you know upgrading different uh armors or weapons and all that stuff so you have that that element to it um in terms of uh cons or negatives they aren't like big ones i mean I, they're like nitpicky stuff like for me obviously this happens in a lot of these type of games like assassin's creed where the the camera can sometimes when you're fighting get get in the way and you're like oh i can't yeah. see like you're just, you're just swinging yeah that that happened uh, to me a couple of times i know what you, you get mean. yeah or you got locked into a certain character that you're fighting but you really want to fight the guy behind have- you so Stuff yeah, like that happened that. to me. Uh, there's no, there's not a spoiler or whatever, but like sometimes people get held hostage, and like you could be fighting, and and another person could be trying to go kill the hostages, and you accidentally like are trying to run for somebody else. I, I, I that happened to me a couple of times, but yeah, I, I hear what you're saying on the camera, camera movement. Yeah, on the nitpicky side as well, like maybe because I just came from uh, playing Last of Us Part Two, but the transitions into the cutscenes are a little, they just they don't transition that well because all it is is they fade to black mm-hmm. like your character is like over here and then it'll just fade to black and suddenly your character is over here talking to the to the the person you need to talk to it's just you know with with last of us part two it's it's a very seamless transition right it right. feels like you're just playing like even when you go into the cutscenes, it's like as you're playing this one you really know like 
okay, we're getting a cut scene here. But I would say in in their the positive stuff, I'd say the flow of the cutscenes is is better paced than Last of Us Part Two, where it's not like you're not sitting down for like five, ten minutes with a cutscene, right? And just right. waiting to see what happens. It's more like, okay, you get a a minute or two of a cutscene and then you go into playing and then you know what I mean? So there's a a, a better pace there for me. Another thing, uh, not not necessarily a con, but another thing I wanted to highlight as well was the just the music and the score of of the game itself. Like there's some awesome cinematic moments when you're battling somebody or you're you're fighting some foes and the music swells up. It just added. It just made me feel more like a samurai. I'm like, come on, boy. Like I, I it just, it, I think that was a, a a nice touch to to really focus in on the the music of it, and not just the music. I feel like I'm not too familiar. I took I took a couple of years of Japanese in high school because I thought it would look good on my college credits, but I'm not. I I just felt like. I know it's a video game, but I felt like a sense of like pride when I was helping liberate the towns. And like, I felt like I was actually like with Jen meeting, like liberating these people and actually being human and, and helping them out and stuff. Like I felt like pride within this fictional, this fictional land of me helping liberate. I know there's other games like that, but I, I, I truly enjoyed this one. Cause there are like, there's little touches. Like you can make a, your own haiku. I made some bomb ass haikus. <laughs> like I, I, I felt, I felt like a poet, like up in there. Like there were, there were some stuff like, that and they add the music behind that as you're you pick the different haikus and you have the music behind it it's just i think they they put a lot of love into this and you can tell but um besides that yeah i just um i don't i guess i don't really have too many other cons besides the ones that you already highlighted um the camera thing that that did bug me a little bit and it's not really a con but there are some maybe i'm just wasn't as good at it at first but there are some hard battles between people you get you will get your ass kicked a bunch of times in this game if you like uh, depending on what mode you have you will get your ass kicked it's not really a con it's just like be prepared to to do some missions over again because you will get killed if you're unless you're super good and you're on the easiest level or something but i i was not immune to getting my ass kicked a bunch of times especially when you do like the one-on-one dual ronin battles i think those are some of the harder ones but it's not a con it's just be prepared yeah. to get your ass kicked well, well that, i think that goes with what i was saying of why it's so important that the combat is fun mm-hmm. to play and it's you learn it and you can get better at it is because you have you have to do some parts over again because you know there's just some battles that are just too tough to to beat on the first time um and so yeah uh, i think overall yeah uh what what, what's your score and your 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 parting thoughts before people watch our spoiler review in a few days definitely i'm giving it a 9.5 out of 10 like i i I love this game i like the little cons the the little things that we had don't mind don't take away from like my general just obsession and love for this game and and just the the story they built plus the gameplay i think they just created something special with this one yeah, I uh very pleased with it. Uh, I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. Uh, like I think, like I said, in the beginning, I was a little skeptical as I was playing. I was like, oh, I don't know. But then once I got into the combat, got into the new characters and stories and the main storyline, like I said, it takes a little... The main storyline and the main character, Jin, take a little longer to get going. Uh, but once you get in there you start to, to, to connect with the character and the storyline. So, uh, yeah, overall, I think it's a blast to play. I think definitely will be in my, in my top games uh, of the year and, uh, definitely recommend it, especially if you are either a fan of, of, uh, the samurai culture, Japanese, ancient Japanese history. It's not a real story, but it is set in a real place, um, with some, you know, 
realistic, like, you know, historical stuff <laughs> thrown in there along with fictional stuff. But uh, yeah, if you're a fan of Japanese cinema, especially samurai films, definitely check it out. Or if you're a fan of Assassin's Creed style type games, I think uh, you should definitely uh, buy it. It is a PlayStation exclusive, though. It's the end of the PS4 era. It's a nice mm-hmm. way to go out with The uh, Last of Us Part Two and uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, it's interesting that these these two games are completely different and so different apart. It's like you get you get this slower paced game, and then you go right into they just drop a, a fast paced, intense action game. So it's a it's it's a weird transition, but it's it, it's a fun. I'm glad they're doing different types of genres to to send the the PS4 off on a high note. Cool. All right, Dorian, uh, where can people find you? You guys can find me on Twitter at Dorian Parks and Rec. You can find me on Instagram at Dorian Parks, and you can find me here on Collider Games posting videos all the time. And you guys can find me on Twitter at ThinkHero, Instagram, Dennis.TZNG. You can subscribe to this YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Collider Games. Also subscribe to our factory podcast, factory feed. Uh, and you can check out our podcast uh, every single week, and we'll have our reviews and spoiler reviews, interviews that we do all up on this channel and podcast. All right, see you guys later. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide. And I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive. Brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game. So that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just 2 bucks on the one 2 3 menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.